1: This Ace cast download is brought to you by Link soul Go to LinkSoul.com. And by Nest Betting. Love where you sleep. Go to nestbedding.com.
2: The swing and a high fly ball. Deep left center field. Fletcher is back. He's at the wall. It's a grand slam for Ryan Noda. It's the A's first of 2023,
1: and he has tied the game at eight.
3: It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show.
1: And the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Athletics with the win. They've won two in a row against the San Francisco Giants. Taking your phone calls on just a really a magical day. The pregame ceremonies uh, honoring A's greatness from Philadelphia to Oakland to a great public address announcer. I mean, when you get Ken Korak to bust out the fancy suit, you know it's a special day and it's a party. <laughs> Ken Korak, what a day today. You take two straight from the Giants, a spirited crowd. doesn't get any better than this.
4: When I left the field after the ceremony, Mickey Morabito asked me what time I had to return the suit. So I don't get a lot of respect.
1: No, no it, I mean, was, it, it was the <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield of broadcasting.
4: <laughs> really? No it really was great and and I thought there were so many wonderful moments down there and I'm so glad that Gene Tennis uh, took the time to remember uh, three of his teammates who are no longer with us and you know Ray Fossey and Sal Bando and Vita Blue that was really neat and yeah I thought everybody did a great job all the speeches were wonderful and heartfelt and it's it's always great to spend time with uh, Tony La Russa Chris as you know and the emotion of Giambi. Yeah, when Jason came on the air with us, we played the Jason Giambi is a man or is the man. Jason Giambi is the man home run call from Bill King. So, and yeah, and the club played well. I mean, they got some help from the Giants. You know, the error by Crawford was huge. Then back-to-back walks by Luke Jackson. But when you look at Gilloff and Nick Allen combining for six hits today and Allen hitting two home runs, it was quite an afternoon.
1: Uh, No doubt about it. And you mentioned it. The first air, you said, Brandon Crawford may not do that for another six weeks. And then he throws another one. And, I mean, two airs by Brandon Crawford, something that you don't see often. By the way, I I know I saw it with my own eyes. I know I've written it down here in my scorebook. But is this really – Nick Allen hit two jacks today? I guess we
4: might have to watch the replay just to confirm it, Chris. This
1: is correct, right?
4: (laughs) Right, yeah. No, he did. You know, he peppered that left field corner. And uh, good for him. And you know, we should also mention that Seth Brown. So the A's in a year in which the offense has generally been dormant, the A's had three hitters with three yesterday. Geloff, Brown, and Allen.
1: Yeah, Geloff's first three hit off. I'm gonna get a lot into Geloff because I-, I know I know the wins matter. I know, but but to me right now, there's one story, and that's how good Geloff has started. When you're trying to figure out how do you get out of the darkness into the light. This is one of the kids that could be the pillars that helps you do it. But overall, you know, on a daily, go ahead. I just
4: want to mention to Chris, the, the little things that he does, we can talk about the hits and all the home runs and extra base hits, but Steele second off a lefty and just took off like he knew exactly what he was doing on first move off of Scott Alexander. This one, you know, in the, in the Colorado series last weekend, for all of his exploits at the plate in that game, we thought the— most important thing he did was getting to first base on the strikeout pass ball was set the tone for the game and the scored a run in the bottom of the first because of that. So he has this amazing uh, instinctual way of playing the game. He has just a great feel for the game.
1: Exactly the game can so many people talk about the process so many people talk about skills. They talk about how you get ready for the game, how you prepare, how do you become this player. All this stuff, we talk about the process, and then we forget there's an actual game to be played. And the guys that are good at it have instincts. They don't get picked off at stupid times. They don't run at the same time at bad times. They don't make bad easy errors. There There's certain things that happen today that you could, but I'm not going to. Zach Galloff is a great example of somebody who's got the skill. He had, he's had the process, but when the game starts, he understands how to play this game.
4: He is a winning player, Chris. He's impactful with what he does, but also what he does really impacts winning because he has, a, he has a great feel for it and a great mind for the game. He really, you know, he thinks the, the game well, too.
1: Go enjoy the rest of your Sunday because you, once again, were not only fabulous dur- during the game, that's why you're a radio Hall of Famer, but what you do, because <laughs> people don't understand, it's hot, you're in a suit, you got to get up there, you got to introduce everybody, you can't screw up uh, in front of the crowd, and you were fabulous.
4: Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you on Tuesday.
1: The great Ken Korak. Yeah, it's not easy standing up there, right? It's one thing when you're throwing a ball or you're hitting a ball, but when you got to stand up there and you look up and it's the entire crowd looking at you, and you got a speech and you got this pressure because you got these players, you got their families, you got wives, you got kids, you got parents, you got friends. The last thing you want to do is the MC is to mess it up. There's a lot of pressure And Ken Korak when we ask him to do it and to bust out the suit, looks good, performs, five tool player. All right, the number is 833-625-2278. There's all kinds of things. When you look at a game like this, there's a lot of ways we could go. But two things that matter for today, beyond looking at the players and how the game was won, was the pregame ceremony and getting back to remember how great some of the players have been, honoring players that already have the green jackets, and players who got the green jackets today and beating the Giants. Let's be honest. Two straight games. Go ahead, Kapler. Mix and match and mix and match. And you guys are so smart. You now are playing money ball, and you're playing money ball with money. And you know what you are? Eh, You're 61-51. and And to beat them two straight this this is what we've talked about for the young players, learning to become the spoiler. You can learn as the spoiler. You, you are right now, when you're suiting up for the A's, you are playing important games. And some people might say, Townsend, what the hell are you talking about? These teams are all vying for playoff spots. This all started, if you look at the schedule, this all started – A while back, when you started this second half, you're playing – think about this second half. Minnesota, Boston, Houston, all at home, all these teams vying for the playoffs. Right now, Minnesota in first place. Boston and Houston, they're both trying to make it happen. Actually, a tough weekend for the Red Sox. They got swept by the Blue Jays. They're now back to last place. But they're still having a pretty decent year, the Red Sox, at 57 and 54. So you went Minnesota, Boston, Houston, all in the playoffs race. Then you're on this road trip that's all National League West. You got the Giants in the playoff race. The only team not in the playoff race is the Rockies. But I think it was important to play at Coors Field. It's a funky field you can learn as a young player. Plus, look look at the attendances at Coors Field. Over 37,000 for Game 1. Over 45,000 for Game 2. And over 31,000 for Game 3. Then you go down to Los Angeles, historic Dodger Stadium. They're in first place. They're beating the Padres right now, Sunday Night Baseball. And you got the Giants again. And, oh, by the way, starting tomorrow, you got the Rangers. Everybody you have played in the second half is playing for something other than the Colorado Rockies. You are playing the better teams with the better players. Our young guys can learn this is how you play baseball. Watch their team play. Watch how they prepare. Watch how they go about their business. Play in front of big crowds. This is all wonderful for our young guys. And for them to win games like this that are spirited and they understand you might be young, but you understand it's the Giants, you know what's going on, you see all the T-shirts, you hear the chants, you know everything that's happening. And then you want to go out and beat these guys because these games mean everything to the Giants. Because the Giants right now, where we stand, three and a half games back in the division Let's look at the wild card, and right now they are three games back in the wild card. You don't think losing two straight to, to the Oakland A's means something? If I was on their postgame show and I was doing Giants postgame, thank God I'm not. I can't imagine. I might throw up in my mouth. But if I was, I'm pressing panic button, man. You can't beat the A's. You can't score runs, and then when you do score runs, you can't beat the A's? Think about that if you're the Giants. You just lost to the A's, two straight, and you're trying to act like you're a playoff team? Every one of these games matters for all these playoff teams. And you know what? Take on that personality of the spoiler, the tough team to beat. Make it to where teams coming up on the schedule, like let's say Texas, uh, the next team that will come to town after Texas that is playing for something is the first-place Orioles. Make it so the Orioles think, damn, we got to go play Oakland. Huh? They're playing much better baseball. And then later on, you're going to have Seattle, and you're going to have Anaheim, and Toronto, and Houston. and Yeah, become the spoiler. Take on the role. Love it. Start beating people. That's what we said. Bring the young guys up. Let them start to gel. Let them start to win together. Let them play spoiler. And what does that do? That builds confidence heading into next year, then into spring training. 833-625-2278. Uh, you know what? Nothing but positive. Nothing. Because if I wanted to go negative, I mean, you're going to throw out this many pictures. Ugh. I have the article in front of me, The Curse of Fangraphs. Fangraphs put out the article. Oh, we love Fangraphs. Oh, the analytics. Luis Medina Medina is dealing. This article in Fangraphs this week talked about how he was like an ace in July. The curse of Fangraphs. And guys getting picked off, guys making airs. I don't want to hear that they're young because Geloff's not doing that. But we're going to celebrate Geloff. We're going to celebrate Nick Allen. We're going to celebrate beating the Giants. Yeah, that's right. We're going to celebrate it. Enjoy it send their smug ass back to San Francisco. And what happened earlier today, the celebration of the Hall of Famers. That's all coming up next. Your phone calls: is 833-625-2278. You're listening to the Ace Clubhouse Show.
3: Like sports, business is about winning You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show.
1: And the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. I gotta give some love. And we're going I'm gonna get to the calls. But you gotta give love to the bullpen, too. I mean, after long comes out, it's just zeros. It's absolute zeros. And one thing that you may have noticed. And you got to give a lot of props to Scott Emerson is, you know, unfortunately you saw it with Medina today. He had five walks and three and a third. That drove up the pitch count to 88 pitches. But, you know, the bullpen really in the second half for weeks now, the bullpen's been giving you just not good outings. They don't walk anybody. It's amazing what happens. I know Ursig had two today, but for the most part, when you've been looking at these games, I mean you looked at the games, like especially in Colorado at Coors Field, which can be a disaster, they haven't been walking people. They've gotten much better than they've got much better at that, and that is key. You give up free passes on a consistent basis, whether you're a starter or the bullpen, but especially the bullpen, that is death. Let's go to Matt in Marin County. Matt, you are on the A's Clubhouse show.
0: Hey, Tony, what did you think of the game?
1: What did I think of the game? They got the win. What did you think of the uh, game? It was great.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled. I'm just totally thrilled. But anyway, uh, two questions, uh, uh, Tony. Uh, earlier, the Giants won uh, the two games at uh, Pat Bell against the A's, and then the A's paid them back by, you know, beating the Giants just now. Now, uh, what was the determining uh, tiebreaker that uh, that got the A's the Bay Bridge Trophy? I wonder if you could review that for me.
1: No, I I could care less about that trophy. Uh, the Tom Pellet trophy, I think the A's get the tiebreaker because they had it already or something like that. But to be honest with you, I could I could care less about that. That is that is a made up. Our friends at NBC Sports, California, we love them, but that's just some made-up thing.
0: Okay, and my second question I mean, is does anybody
1: uh, really go, oh, my God, this trophy we never see. I don't know where it is. I've really never seen it before. I remember Bob Melvin held it up, and it fell apart. Does anybody, like, go, yay, we won this trophy? You know what? In all oh, respect, know- In all respect, it really is the Brody Brazil trophy. It's for the great Brody okay, Brazil. Brody Brazil made that thing. So, really, it's a win for Brody to stick it to his co-workers, all the Giants people. So, you know, what? if we should be happy about anything, because I can tell you having, you know, I live in that world. I fill in for Brody, right? I understand Brody's inside NBC Sports doing the good fight for us, for us A's fans. Just let me tell you something. Brody wears a lot. Because everybody at NBC, Giants own like 32 or 33% of the network. It's all Giants people. Even Giants people work on the A's broadcast. And Brody fights those people off every single day. So you know what? If there's anybody, I, I could care less about the trophy for us, the fans, the A's. If there's anybody I care about, that trophy. They should stick it on Brody Brazil's desk because Brody, inside NBC Sports in San Francisco, he's got the A's flag planted in the ground, and he sticks up for all of us in there because it's not easy. I know. I've walked in his shoes.
0: And on that note, when's the next – I can't get enough of these uh, Bay Bridge series. When's the next Bay Bridge series?
1: It's next year.
0: Oh, okay. Wow, that's that's going to be a long wait.
1: Well, unless you want to call it in spring training when the Giants and A's play, but yeah, this was it.
0: Okay. Well, anyway, I'm 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 sorry that I'm sorry, Brody's uh, trophy uh, disintegrated, but uh, hey, stuff happens, right?
1: No, hey, I I, I I saw it earlier on TV. the The trophy, I guess, is alive and well and they should give it to Brody Brazil. Let Brody have it right on his desk and make all those Giants hacks in there. Have to look at that trophy every single day at work. Thank you, Matt. Thank you for the phone call. Uh, 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Nick Allen. Nick Allen hit two home runs today. And they weren't like cheapies. When they hit them, it was like, Everybody in our booth, there's probably about three or four people in the booth for both of them, and it was just like, oh, my God, like we were all standing up. Nick Allen hit two, I mean, hard-hit balls out of the ballpark today. He had a day. Remember, Nick Allen, how it has gone in his career is Nick Allen, wherever he goes, struggles at first. And then at some point, the light goes on, and he succeeds. But he struggles at first. Nick Allen has struggled offensively. What if the trend is about to flip the way it always has? He struggles, then figures it out. What if that's about to come? And if it does, I'm going to remind everybody, this is why I said play him every day. Find out. Play these guys every day. Day. you're killing me when you put a let Miss Diaz out there. You're killing me when you're putting Jace Peterson out there. You're killing me when you're putting Jesus Aguilar out there. Killing me. Let the young guys play. Because one of two things is going to happen. It's a job. It's just like the jobs you you have. You're either going to be good at it or you're not. You're either going to succeed or you're not. But the only way you find out whether you're good at something or not, you gotta ride the bike and figure it out. Can I ride it? Throw them in the deep end of the pool. Can they swim? You're gonna figure you won't know. The worst thing is, is when you kind of play them, then you don't play them, then you kind of play them, then you don't play. Him. And then you have still have questions. Well, maybe. No, let them play every day. And then you'll really figure out the answer whether it's true or not. And maybe, just maybe, we know Nick Allen can field. We know he can run. We know he's got the short game. He can bunt. He can bunt for a base hit. He can do little things, but can he hit enough to play shortstop for you? Maybe three for four today, three RBIs, two runs. It was a career day for him. First time he's ever had two home runs in a game. And how about you're working Geloff and Allen together? This up the middle combination over and over and over again. Here is Vince Catronio with Nick Allen after the game. Oh,
2: right, here we go, with Nick. Allen. A lot of energy here at the Coliseum. The A's victorious back to back games. They win the Bay Bridge series, and today they win by a final of eight to six. Nick Allen with not one but two home runs. In the game, Nick, first let's talk about the energy of this weekend, what it meant to you being on the field and the way the A's were able to perform in front of these crowds.
5: I think just having the crowd here, I mean, it's packed out stadium. It gave us a ton of energy to go out there and just play, you know, play hard, play the game we love. Uh, and, again, thank you to the fans for coming out. I mean, we really we really love it. We really uh, we need it. You know, we need the energy every single night. It's fun. What was it like being in this kind of
2: game, back and forth, trying to stay in the fight, fall behind? Kind of goes back and
5: forth throughout the course of the game yeah we're just trying to stay locked in stay focused um get good pitches to hit get guys on get guys uh scoring so you know we did that today our pitching stepped up at the end right there i mean it was it was it was a fun game what about that ambush that first
2: at bat where you hit the ball out against uh, alex Cobb. take me through just being in the box and sensing this is something i want to do early
5: yeah i mean he's obviously a really great pitcher so i just wanted to get a good pitch to hit be ready to go and you know, I was able to put the bat on it, and uh, you know, I felt felt good off the bat for sure. I know every one of those is rewarding, but you're down 0-2 next time
2: against Cobb, and he leaves one up there. You're able to, to do some damage on. Just uh, the thoughts about being able to accomplish that in that moment.
5: Yeah, I mean, I just, I again, like, I, I was telling myself, stay back, you know, be behind a seater the best way I could because I mean, it, it goes and it runs. Uh, but he left a he left a curveball or slider up there, and uh, I just got the bat out, got the bat head out, and. And uh, the rest, the rest happened right there.
2: I know home runs aren't a part of the game. You'll certainly take them. So what, what makes you feel comfortable right now in the batter's box?
5: I, uh, you know, previous, I, I made adjustments over the past uh, about week and a half, two weeks. You know, but I was always trying to really find a way to stay back and get behind the baseball. Uh, but I closed in my stance, and it, it kind of forces me to make the right moves uh, to be able to hit it. So I'm just, I'm happy. You know, I'm just ready to keep going, keep putting up good at Bs, try to win ball games, and uh, for the A's. One thing I noticed,
2: Nick, like the, the, just the simple force out where Zach throws the ball to you. It's in traffic, you're reaching out to your left, but what I'm sensing is that there is a trust factor growing between you two about knowing where you're going to be, I'll be in the place, he'll be in the place, I'll make the throw, he'll make the throw. What has that been like, the growth of this potential double play combination?
5: I mean, I, I love Zach up there. I mean, he, he's, he's, first of all, just a great competitor, great baseball player, awesome guy, but, you know, we've been talking about it. Even, you know, when we were down in AAA together, we just want to be aggressive on those plays. and. Today I was like two, I yelled two at him, and he was ready to go for it. And, uh, you know, we had traffic right there. Obviously, the ball was kind of hidden for a second, but uh, we came up with it.
2: And then finally, this is a game where your starters struggled. Luis had some control issues, but everybody else kind of picked him up. Offense picked him up, the bullpen picked him up. This kind of team, this team win, uh, they're not easy to get, especially when your starter comes out in the fourth inning.
5: Yeah, 100%. I mean, uh, we just battled, battled, and battled, and uh, came away with it. You know, props to the guys. you know, we're playing good baseball right now. It's
2: been a fun weekend. Thank you, Nick. Thank I appreciate, I appreciate it. it. Nick Allen joining us as victorious eight to six.
1: Townie, now back to you. What he said right there with Geloff, that communication. Where you get to know each other so well that sometimes you don't have to you don't have to verbally communicate. You just know each other so so well. You know what the other guy's gonna do. That's what a great combination, a duo of players, right? a double play combination, a point guard and a shooting guard, a quarterback and a wide receiver. Guys just get to know each other so much that they can just look at each other and they know what the other guy's thinking. Well, the only way you can get that is if they play together. I am so sick and tired of hearing about the process. I am so sick and tired of hearing about all this stuff with prospects and what guys can do and, and skill sets and, oh, my God, and barrel rates and exit velocity and the guy throws 100. Can you get me guys that actually know how to play baseball? I let, You know, great. If everybody looks like Tarzan, that's great. But I don't want Tarzan and then he plays like Jane. That's an old football reference, by the way. I want guys that know how to play. I want guys that don't get picked off. I want guys that know when to run, know what bases to throw to, can field ground balls, throw the ball to first, do routine stuff that wins games. Working out doesn't win games. Trackman doesn't win games. Hawkeye doesn't win games. If you don't know what I'm talking about, that's the systems that they use to track everything. That doesn't win games. How many times have we just seen balls, tiny little two hoppers that all of a sudden the pitcher and the third baseman can't communicate? Next thing you know, a run scores and the A's win or they tie it up. Just simple little things. It's like how many times have we seen Ruiz just slap one into right field? At least he hits. But we've got to have players that know what the heck they're doing. Once the game starts, we had two guys picked off today. Picked off. How the hell are you getting picked off in modern day baseball when you know the pitchers can only come over twice? Every advantage in the world, it's your advantage. I'm telling you, as a former pitcher, as a bait, you have the total advantage. You don't have to get aggressive with leads. Everything is set up for you, and you're getting picked off. And then you like kind of like get up and have this quizzical look, like "What?" I don't think, come on, man. seriously. And I don't want to hear they're young because then all of a sudden we're going to talk about Geloff and go. That's why I love Geloff. Geloff knows what he's doing. Geloff knows how to play. Geloff. He's not even a second baseman. And you know what? He looks like one. I saw him in the minor leagues. He was playing third base in Stockton. He's now playing second base. Does he look clueless? Nope. Does he look clueless on the bases? Nope. Does he look clueless at the plate? Nope. He knows how to play. And what's sad, he's a college guy. So I'm not even going to go... And compare some players, their amount of professional games. Because I guarantee the thing is with some of these kids that don't play in college, they either come out of high school or come from international signings, they play way more games as a pro than these guys that come out of college. So you kind of wonder, like, what are we teaching What are we teaching when we have these guys that are 16, 17? Maybe that's international. If they're a high school guy, they're 18. Why do we get them here? And they've played multiple years of pro baseball, and yet they just seem like they don't get it. And then you got a guy like Galoff. So it's it's hard to buy the, oh, they're young. Because some guys, some guys just never get it. But they may have certain skills, there's no doubt. Manny Ramirez is one of the greatest examples of all time. Manny Ramirez was awful defensively, clueless defensively, clueless on the bases. Man may but you know what Manny did? Manny is one of the greatest right-handed hitters of all time. PEDs or not, Manny Ramirez can swing it as good as anybody. So, guess what? Manny being Manny was acceptable. But if you're going to be Manny's being Manny, you better hit a ton. All right, 833 625 2278. 833 625 2278. A fantastic win over the Giants. It does feel good. And the Rangers come to town. No day at the beach. They've won six in a row. And I was looking at their little thing here. They've outscored their opponents like 39 to 14 or something like that. They're coming in, but it's time to play spoiler. And once again, when you talk about young players making mistakes, actually it's okay. That's what you do when you're 32 and 80. Let them figure it out. And if they can't figure it out, you'll end up moving on. But this is the time to let Nick Allen play. This is the time to figure out where you're going to put Jordan Diaz. Where where can he play and not hurt you? Let Ruiz play. Let Bleday play. Let Gelof play. Let him play. Figure it out. And if they don't figure it out, well, then at least you know and you can make moves. The number is 833-625-2278. You're listening to the EA's Clubhouse Show.
6: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
7: A podiatrist will tell you about your feet. An orthopedist will tell you about your bones. A physical therapist will analyze your gait. A psychologist will help you manage your anxiety. But what if they're all connected? What if your walk affects your hip alignment and the loss of movement affects your mental health? At Kaiser Permanente, we know the body is connected in unseen ways. That's why our doctors work together to care for all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org.
1: This is Chris Townsend and Commander Cody for Link Soul. The new summer colors and prints are in stock. The new
8: polos, lightweight, all the colors you want, fabulous. We got our new order. My wife is so happy that I'm dressing so much better. All thanks to Link Soul.
1: You name it, whether it's polos, whether it's shorts, anything for your summer needs, you need to revamp your wardrobe. You go to LinkSoul.com and they got great summer deals. Go to LinkSoul.com. That's LinkSoul.com.
9: Who's feeling pretty confident about the SUV they drive? Ask anyone who owns a Honda.
10: We're a family of six, and our Honda is definitely like our number seven. It's a part of our family. My Honda CRV has beauty, brains, and talent.
9: From the fuel efficient CRV hybrid to the rugged passport to the three row pilot, there's a Honda SUV for every style of NorCal driver. All on sale now at your NorCal Honda dealer. For details, ask anyone who owns a Honda or visit norcalhondadealers.com.
3: You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show.
1: All right, back out to the phones. Let's go to Sigs in San Francisco. Sigs, am I saying that right? Perfectly. All right, what do you got for me, Sigs? So,
10: what my, well, we're coming back from the game. So, beautiful, amazing game. My question is, with us playing the Baltimore Orioles, and them in a the playoff race, they were at, you know, not a bad record, but a pretty bad record, a few years ago, and I was wondering if the A's, with our pretty bad record, could come back into a playoff race as the Baltimore Orioles are in this year in a few years from now, if that makes
1: sense. Well, I think all you need to do is look at what happened in 12, look at what happened in 18. I can tell you in 2012 when we went to Japan, nobody on that trip to Japan thought that team was going to be any good. And that team actually wasn't any good. And they started making all these changes. And next thing you know, there was a historical run. With the A's, you do have to understand, if you look at the track record of the team, we don't stay bad for long. So you got to wear it for a few years. The next thing you know, you're back in playoff contention. That's how this front office has rolled. They showed us time and time again. And we get angry and we get mad when we're losing. And you're like, "This sucks." And next thing you know, you're like, "Bang!" You're back in the playoff hunt. So you you got it. You got to believe in the process.
10: Well, completely understand. But when going through, when we're looking at both now and then what the A's have to come in future, not just with the front office. Do you think that that record will still hold, or do you think something else will come into
1: play? Well, the problem, Sigs, is that we don't have any – we've never been through this before. So I I can give you what the history is from a front office standpoint with in normal times, but right now we're not in normal times, so I really can't – I don't have a crystal ball – I can't tell you what the future holds. I can't tell you where we're playing. I can't guarantee you where the the players are going to be. I just – there is a lot of unknown. But if I look at track record, because the front office doesn't – the front office doesn't care. The front office is wired to build baseball team, roster construction, minor league system. And if I start to believe that, okay – I see Geloff as a player. I see Soderstrom as a player. I start looking at the outfield. I look at Ruiz, and I think about Bledet, and I think about Butler, and I think about Clark, and I think about Allen. I think about all these Brett Harris is going to come. You start thinking about all these different guys that are going to be young, and you go, well, I could see a young core that you could build around. I, I can see that. Now, how it all happens with all the stuff away from the field – I don't. I, I. can't tell you. I don't have a crystal ball for that. I have a crystal ball, but not that big a crystal ball.
10: <laughs> uh, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Two thousand twelve. Great
1: season. I'm yeah. Do you remember how bad? Of... Do you remember how bad two thousand eleven was? I'd say yes. But I was also nine. So
10: I'm just gonna say yes.
1: Oh, Sigs, you're just a baby, Sigs. You're just a, you're, you're just a little kid. Well, let me tell you something. There was this guy, Bob Guerin, and he was horrible as a manager. And there was a dark cloud over this organization. And this guy came in to rescue the organization. His name was Bob Melvin. And Bob Melvin came in and turned it all around with the help of the front office. When the front office has the right manager, great things can happen. I believe we got the right manager in Mark Kotze. It's tough times, but when you were nine years old, things were really bad, and then all of a sudden things were great. And 12 was great, 13 was fantastic, 14 didn't end the way we thought, but neither did 13 or 12, but we had some fantastic good times. And uh, hopefully we will see that soon. Yep. Hoping in a few years when I'm
10: a little older, I'll see the A's being absolutely amazing. When oh. you're all
1: grown up, Sigs, when you're all grown up. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I get people who come up to me in the treehouse and go, oh, yeah, I've been listening to you since I was a little kid. And you're like, wow, really? Yeah. I forget. It's like it's like weird. But, you know, you got to realize when I do Ace Cast Live or I do this show, I just think like everybody remembers Jason Giambi. I just think everybody remembers Dave Stewart and Carney Lansford and Jose Canseco and Mark McGuire and Dave Henderson and the Cobra Dave Parker and Bob Welch. By the way, speaking of that, right now you can start voting for the A's Hall of Fame 2024 and man, it is going to be hard. Just looking at all the names like right now on Instagram you just go to uh, athletics and you can start voting. you get to pick only three people. I don't know. We were doing it up in the um, up in the A's cast booth. And it, it, it's tough. It's tough. You go to athletics.com. I believe it's up there. Let me go to OaklandAthletics.com real quick, and we'll get out to the calls. A lot of people want to talk at 833-625-2278. I believe on the website you can start voting. And it's going to be tough. Three. You can only vote three and the names on there because you still have people from the 70s who won three World Series titles. You got guys from the 80s. I mean, Terry Steinbach was there. How's Terry Steinbach not in? Bob Welch. And then you start looking at Miguel Tejada, the big three. It's not going to be easy. Make sure you get out and vote for next year's Hall of Fame. Let's go to... I've lost track. Let's go to Mike in Texas. Mike, you're on the A's Clubhouse show.
7: Tony, a glorious day for the A's.
1: Yeah, you know what? We haven't had a lot of glorious day, glorious days, but I'm going to enjoy this one.
7: Uh, all the Giants fans that I work with gave me nothing but grief, and I am sitting here early with a broom in my hand today, and I am going to have them sweep the floor.
8: <laughs> it's a great
7: day. <laughs> hey, I I know we're talking all the hitting, but – the difference between Geloff and Allen up the middle has been absolutely fun to watch. I love defense. And I know you'll tell me to be patient. But the sooner we get Red Harris here, we will finish solidifying the defense. Jordan Diaz, bless his heart, but he's gonna be our designated hitter. Poor guy, he's just he just has a hell of a time in the field.
1: Uh yeah, I mean when I you, I can't remember which game it was in Colorado. I think it was the final game. Whatever first play of the game, clank off his glove like a little soft liner. I mean, you see him play third. It's, you know, Jordan Diaz is just not blessed to be a defensive player. When you talk about no, when you talk about that certain uh, quick twitch, athleticism, great feet, great hands, have not seen that yet. Doesn't make him a bad guy, but one no. thing that he can do. Is he can hit? Well, we think he can hit. Everybody says he can hit, and I'm I'm trying to be fair to the young man. He has shown signs that he can hit, but you got to put up numbers to prove to, to, You know, that that that's also part of the problem where we are in baseball now. We want to crown people and give people uh, accolades yeah. before they've done anything you know Jordan Diaz right now has popped a few out hitting 245 with a 740 OPS okay i mean he's definitely interesting and he's a part of the future but before we get into this oh he's the dh and he can hit let let us let, see some true numbers first
7: and i agree but it's like you say if you put him there and let him learn how to do it from the dh spot you know let him play let let him Start there and let him learn how to DH. I
1: mean it's gonna take a bit of a mindset to do it. But one hundred percent. What what let them play. Let all these kids just play. That's why I didn't wanna I I I I didn't wanna be disrespectful to uh, and by the way go to athletics.com slash vote to uh, I'm telling you, we'll we'll go over this in a little bit, but you've got some big time names here. And it's hard to believe you can only pick three. But that's why at the trading deadline, I'm like, you got to get rid of these veteran guys. Because getting rid of the veteran guys forces you to play the young guys. It forces yeah. you. And problem is you only got rid of Jace Peterson. So, um, yeah, young guys need to play. And fans, well, fan, even, even the most angry fans, well will actually, you know, they'll be like, I'm angry, but I actually like watching the young kids play. People like watching oh. young players come together.
7: Uh, for us, you know, you, we say we're waiting for September call-ups, and again, I know the patience deal. But if we're going to get rid of them in September, get rid of them now. You only get one call-up in
1: September, one pitcher, yeah. one hitter.
7: Yeah, so if, if we're going to get rid of guys, get rid of them, uh, <laughs> pay me now, pay me later but let's see Brett Harris play third. Let's we'll get Lawrence Butler up here but an outfield of and I know I'm jumping a gun but an outfield of JJ Bladé, estuary Ruiz and Lawrence Butler is now you've got a defense. Now we're not hey, going to hey, be making JJ
1: Bladé. JJ Bladay has got to start hitting.
8: He does. Yeah. He so JJ Bladé's
1: in that camp. JJ Bladay's in the camp too that you got to you got to hit because right now yeah. he 0 for 4. He's batting 199. I'd keep running him out there because he's got the skill. Nice. I, I keep running him out there. I keep running Ruiz out there. I keep running him out there. But at some point, you got to hit.
7: Well, and, and that's true. But like you said in the early A's cast today, the, the splits from last year to this year are much improved. He's playing. He's getting better.
8: Yeah.
1: But if I go Brad Pitt from Moneyball, Remember, oh, Brad Pitt asked the scout. Yes, I do. If he's such a good hitter, why doesn't he hit? Yes, that's, it was one of the great true. calls of all time. That script, I love. I love that scene because it's so true. Right? We've heard so many times in sports, this guy's a great this. Right? Such a great shooter. Well, if he's such a great shooter, why is he making any baskets? This guy's such a great wide receiver. Why isn't he making catches? Why isn't he scoring touchdowns? Everybody wants to tell you about potential, 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 and we love potential. And we love prospects. And we love all that stuff. But at some point, can you play the game or not at the highest level on a consistent basis? Cuz if you can't, you won't have a long career. You're going to have to go find a different career. Well, like the I'm rest of saying, us. Hey, yeah. we've all we've all been there, right? At some point, they told us, right, we're taking your uniform, you're done, you got to go find a real job. We've all been there. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You, th- you think my ultimate dream was taking your phone calls after games?
7: Well, Johnny, there's not a lot of people who want to take my phone calls anyway, so you just move <laughs> the short end of the <laughs>
1: stick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know, it's like, should I go to law school? No, don't go to law school. Don't overcharge people for every hour of work as a lawyer when you can you can take phone calls after games. Yeah, that was my goal.
7: And and with this I'll say this. If these kids get up here in September or earlier I believe you'll see like they did with Nick Nick Allen did this year, before they start spring training. You'll see most of them as a group working down at the facility long before spring training starts.
1: Oh, like Nick Allen last country. year. Nick Allen moved to Arizona and was at the facility all off season. Yeah, Bill Moriarty from Athletics Farm spelled it out last time he was on Ace Cast Live. He got me all fired up. He was like he was putting a list together of what spring training could look like and you're like a bunch of young, hungry dogs. That's what it could be. Thank you, Mike. But that list was like all young guys, and he put them in position. Said, "Let the let the battle begin. Let a bunch of young guys fight it out in spring training for who makes the roster, who comes north. That's ideal. And if you want some veteran guys, which I have no problem with, you got to have some vets. I think Seth Brown is a guy that's going to be here. If 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 you if you listen to the streets, the trade street said. The A's, you 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 had to give something good to get Seth Brown. And a lot of you would go, what? Yeah. I think Seth Brown sticks around. I think Blackburn sticks around. They're going to want some veteran players, as I always like to say, there has to be some adults in the room. you got to let the kids play and beat each other up, and they're not always going to play nice in the sandbox. That's why you got to have some adults in the room. Uh, 833-625-2278. All of your phone calls next. A's with the win over the Giants, eight to six. Two in a row. I don't call it a sweep, really. Two games. It's a two-game set. They're cute. I don't. I, I have a – I, I – pers- You want to call it a sweep? Call it a sweep. For me, it's two games. But two games. Two games that they needed. This is painful. This is so painful for the Giants. And you know what? I love their pain. I love their misery. It makes me feel so good. You're listening to the Ace Clubhouse Show.
4: or go to vzlawfirm.com. Bernardi Serrata, the official injury law firm of the Oakland A's.
10: My friend Tom's family only is wireless for home internet, so it can be mad slow when everyone's online. But we get fast, reliable internet from Xfinity, so I can game with basically no interruptions. Ooh,
7: it just leveled up now through September 21st, new customers can get 1.2 gig internet with unlimited data included on the Xfinity 10G network for just $25 a month for two years with no annual contract when you add Xfinity Mobile with unlimited data at regular rates. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Requires purple spelling and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity internet. After promo, regular supply to internet service and devices. Actual speeds vary.
2: Summertime is golf time in the Bay Area. And that means it's time to enjoy the beautiful vistas, 27 holes of championship golf, and all the amenities that Cinnabar Hills Golf Club has to offer. Cinnabar Hills gives you a variety on the course and in their amazing grill. They're ready to give you an incredible experience for any family, business, or social gathering. Nestled in the quiet hills of San Jose, summertime fun awaits you at Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Learn more at CinnabarHills.com. That's CinnabarHills.com.
8: Is convenience a state of mind or a real thing? At Extra Mile, it's a real thing, and it's in everything they do. The stores are spacious, organized, clean, and well-lit, so you can get in quickly, get what you need, and keep going. It's just what you'd expect from a place serving up the hot and fresh food and snacks you love. So treat you right, and check out Extra Mile's fresh take on the convenience store experience. Extra Mile convenience stores at select Chevron and Texaco locations.
11: Three, two, pitch swung on a drive in the left center field, gap and deep. It's going, and it is And the A's win it,
10: 9-7. You're listening to A's Cast.
4: And the push to Tony. And he hits a line drive, base hit to right. Notice the third up with the ball, Gonzalez. Around third is Noda. Throw to the plate is offline and the A's have won it. A walk-off base hit to right by Tony
1: Kemp has scored Noda from second base.
9: This is the A's Clubhouse
11: Show.
1: All righty. The number is eight three three six two five two two seven eight. That's eight three three six two five two two seven eight. Let's go to. Let's go to Jonathan at the Coliseum. Jonathan, you're on the Ace Club Out show.
8: Oh, Tommy, what a weekend! I I am just I'm so proud. Uh, it started for me. Jonathan, yesterday. I can't I hear. Haven't...
1: Jonathan, I can't hear a word you're saying.
8: I, I was saying I I had lunch yesterday at the street Shop in Hayward, and a bunch of Giants. Jonathan, and call
1: back. You, you sound you sound so muffled. Sounds almost like you're underwater. Let's go to uh, Jeff in Mendocino. Jeff, welcome to the A's Clubhouse Show.
12: Sweet, sweet sweep. And I know, but this is as close to a sweep this year as, as we might get. So let's enjoy. Uh, within a stroke of a sweep. Uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. And, uh, you know, my take on that trophy falling apart, by the way, when Bomell held it up, to me was a reference of when the Bay Bridge actually fell apart during a World Series where the A's kicked the Giants' ass right back across that Bay Bridge. Maybe that's really why it broke. (laughs) that's head on to brazil maybe he'll put a smile on his face (laughs) but uh yeah i i thought that this weekend was great and as always all of you um you ken korak uh vinnie i just love what you guys do with these weekends with these uh people getting put into the hall of fame for the a's I mean, whether it's in, you know, Augusta, Georgia with green jackets or you're the masters of the athletics with a green jacket. And I guess, what is it, uh, Ken Korak has to put his jacket back in that special room, but everyone else gets to take their green jacket with him. Um, They ought to get rid of that role. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was really fun hearing all that, and I'm glad to, that the uh, tech team uh, that puts all that stuff together finally let you know where to get that stuff off the scoreboard. (laughs) At least the stuff they showed today. All those great interviews you did with Carney Lansford and um, Giambi and, and really just some fantastic stuff. And I look forward to the upcoming interviews you're going to have on, what, tomorrow on A's cast? Tomorrow on A's
1: cast, we are going to have Hall of Famers. We're going to have Ricky Henderson, and we are going to have Dennis Eckersley.
12: Right on. You know, I heard that Eckersley actually came up with the term walk off. That he was it was a quote yeah. that came Do you know that story? Yeah, he's talked about it, yeah. Oh, he talks about it in the interview? Not
1: in this interview, but no, I've heard him talk about it, yeah.
12: Yeah, that's that's a pretty cool story. And uh, I I didn't know that I heard about that recently. So maybe you can replay that at some appropriate time uh, where he talks about the the history of the walk off. Uh, And uh, yeah, but stuff comes out you know in these interviews that you do that's really fantastic. It's my recollection that Carney Lansford played for the Anaheim A's. I mean Anaheim Angels before he came to the A's. And uh, is is that how it went? Because I know he played elsewhere.
1: Yeah, he won his batting title with the uh, with the Boston Red Sox. So I thought uh-huh. he came. I think he did. He I thought he came from, from – I thought he went Boston. Let me see. Boston. Yeah, he went Angels. It was Bo, Angels, Boston, Oakland. Not okay. Boston. Yeah, I, Angels, I didn't recall
12: Oakland. that it was directly here. Um, but yeah, I remember Dick Enberg and uh, Dick when I was a Enberg. Kid, listen, <laughs> yeah, there's uh-huh. a few weeks ago calling uh-huh. and. Uh, yeah, and, you know, he did the Rams and the NFL, and, uh, yeah, he was all over. Was he did that. Announcer. He did
1: that. Dick Enberg did that. Taught, was it was It was a game show where they brought yeah. teams. It would be like, it's the Cincinnati Reds against the Los Angeles Rams, and they do trivia and stuff. Can't remember what that yeah. show was, but, yeah, Dick Enberg, one of the greats of well, all time. I mean- Dick Kern did football? dialing
12: for dollars in L.A. You want to go back to game shows, that same as um, athletic announcers or baseball uh, sports announcers have done. The good so, yeah, old days Keirn.
1: when we had game oh. shows. That's a good old days. Yeah.
12: Yeah, Real Keir reality TV. Dick was our Lakers announcer, and, and we had uh, Bob Miller doing the L.A. Kings. Get to see the Seals from up here versus the L.A. Kings. Um, whatever happened to the Seals? So many teams from this area that have vanished. Uh, It's pretty sad, you know. But, uh, yeah, I really do appreciate, though, seriously, all the the work you guys do on these weekends. And I look forward to next year when it's the 74 Athletics beating my old favorite team, the Dodgers. And, uh, you know, I know that uh, that was really, I think it was a three-peat for the A's at that point in time. Didn't they win all three years in a row? 7374.
1: 70, 72, 72, 73, 74. Hey, thank you for the phone call. I got a ton of people I got to get to. Jonathan, you are back. Is your phone better?
8: Yes. So I had lunch at the cheese thing shop in Hayward yesterday and heard a bunch of Giants fans come in and say, we're going to sweep them. Uh, <laughs> then I watched that nail biter of a game last night. Just a great job. And then headed out today. What a. Picturesque, perfect day. The Hall of Fame ceremony was incredible. Just seeing the legends with Carney and Giambi and tennis and the voice of God, Roy Steele. It was interesting to learn about Bob Johnson as well. And then the game what a performance! Uh, Three different comebacks and just a relentless pursuit. Of excellence, I think by far it was their best performance of the, uh, of the of the series, best performance of the season, and to take the bridge trophy and silence the Giants fans after all the trash talk, uh, th- this is right up there with uh, other than maybe the first reverse boycott with Tampa Bay. Uh, one of the best games of the year. And, you know, no matter, you know, what happens the rest of the year, they did the bare minimum of what I asked for. They got swept by the Marlins. They took a couple from the Rays, and they took took a couple from the Giants and took the Bridge Trophy. So uh, my, my bare minimum list for the A's is set for the year, and everything else at this point is icing on the cake. But why not playoffs next year? They're definitely showing signs of life and potential uh, and I, you know, earlier in the season, I don't think they would have won this game. But but now, uh, the, the the late first half and the second half, they've been clicking at times, and they, they've played really well at home. I just clinched a winning season today. Uh, I never saw that coming. Uh, you know, four or five games into the year. So I I'm just I'm so proud. I'm amazed. It was an incredible weekend, incredible Bay Bridge series, and. Yeah, uh, makes up for the pain I'm going through my, with my fish.
1: Oh, your fish? <laughs> your fish are drowning. They've been awful yeah. since the All-Star break. Thank you, Jonathan. Let's go to Mustang, Matt, and Disco Bay. Mustang.
13: County, we are no longer 4-30 and in the last game of a series. We are now 5-30. and
1: And we had a baby sweep
13: against hey. the Giants.
1: You, you understand what two wins means right yes <laughs> it's a winning streak <laughs> it's a winning streak my friend it's the
13: start and and I want to take this time to say that any of you that out there that are that are superstitious about baseball at all tomorrow the entire the entire fan base needs to make chocolate chip pancakes for breakfast I don't what, whatever that looks, if you're on keto, I don't care. Nick Allen had chocolate chip pancakes for breakfast. He had three of them, to be specific. And he hit two home runs today. I think that was awesome. Um, and this was one of those games where we had to battle. And, you know, we had to pick up the pitcher. And bullpen came in and, you know,
6: some really good
13: innings, uh, timely hitting. And was it a clean game? No, I can't no. remember last time I saw two players get picked off. I was like, "Wait a minute, what? You got pick- we got two pickoff plays? Come on now!" But hey, I just think that this this was a great way to end the weekend. It's nice to get the trophy back because we won the last game, even though we split the Giants. But we also got to see uh, we also got to see some really cool stuff um, on the field today. And it was just awesome. So you know what? I'm happy today. I'm uh, I'm just happy to be uh, happy to be not having to take. Uh, I'm, I'm eating a nice little snack right now, and I'm going the liquor the liquor cabinet's gonna stay locked. I just got I'm I'm too happy.
1: <laughs> wow! You're not gonna beat anything up tonight. You're gonna you're just gonna enjoy this one. You're just gonna go sober tonight. A sober victory.
6: Heck yeah! I've got a
1: seventy-ounce
13: Slurpee. If that counts as silver, it's a little bit of a sugar high, but okay. Wait, know, did you, okay. What different. do you got
1: in the Slurpee? Did you go cherry? Is this Seven Eleven Slurpee? Yep, I can give you. I can give you the rundown. Did you go you cola cherry?
13: Off, I never. I never go cola because that tastes like flat Coke. I can't do it. All right. So summer. Summertime orange on the bottom. The blue raspberry in the middle with the cherry on top and it's, and it's a stratosphere. It's three even layers. You don't push the one flavor into the second. You let it melt over time and it's beautiful.
1: That, you know what? That, 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 that's what brilliance does. That's what, that's the type that, that, that's, that's a veteran move right there.
13: It most certainly is. So my last
1: question to you before I, before I sound
13: off. All right. Do you, do you think that Ruiz can hit us 12 home runs a year?
1: Oh, um, I don't know. Okay. I, I, 12 home runs a year. You know, we, I was thinking about a guy that, you know, really didn't hit home runs, but Boy, there were times he did have sneaky pop once he started to figure out was Coco Crisp, who, by the way, is on the Hall of Fame ballot. And I love me some Coco. I think people don't realize how long Coco played here. Coco played here seven years. Um, you know, when Ru-, when Ru, I wouldn't put it past him once Ruiz kind of finds his stride as a player and he's been here a while. I mean, 12 home runs, you know, in modern-day baseball – Balls are juice. Ballparks are small. It's not really that much. So I would probably say nothing. So basically it's 10 to 12 home runs a year. Do I think he could do that? Yeah, I think anyone could do that. Hell, Nick Allen all of a sudden has three home runs. <laughs> well, the reason why I ask is because if he can hit 275 and keep his on-base
13: percentage above 360 and steal bags, he can make up for the he can make up for the miss the missed uh the mix the missed bases from home runs and if he can play a super solid outfield then I just want to see i don't want to get overly excited but I also don't want to turn this into like a you know like a Ricky weeks or Jamal weeks sorry i said Ricky weeks
1: um I'll take, Ricky, uh, just, I don't Ricky, get I'll take good Ricky weeks with the Brewers back in the day yeah. I just
13: I want to see I like seeing his once he gets on the bases. Obviously today he got he got hit, caught with his hand in the cookie jar, but I just want to see I want to see that kind of excitement because I it's just fun to watch. It's just well, something a little bit
8: different. And m- when you m- got m- mustang
1: too, mustang, here's going to be the deal. If if and it takes time to learn how to do this, but what kind of player is he going to, going to evolve into? Because when you just look at the numbers right now, everybody's going to talk about oh, 44 stolen bases. But then all of a sudden you look and you go, okay, one for five today. He's hitting 257. You start looking at his on base. You start looking at his slug. Yeah, well, and his OPS now 636. His on base is at 309. The question will be, you know he can hit. The question will be is, how does he get on base if he's not getting base hits? Is he ever going to have the pace? Because he's a free swinger, and he's got good hands, and he's got the ability to drive the ball the other way. He can also pull it. But at some point, if he's not getting base hits, how does he get on base? Is he ever going to have the pace I can his to problem.
13: <laughs> Someone needs to put some Velcro on the top of his helmet. That thing comes off like almost every swing (laughs) maybe if his maybe if his his helmet isn't jostling around so much maybe maybe he could worry about hitting the ball a little bit less than grabbing his helmet (laughs) it's fun to see on the bases but not not at home plate
1: (laughs) yeah good stuff mustang thanks for the phone call pastorino is this the last segment or we have one more we have one more uh do we have any more callers i want to get to everybody do we Let's go to Andrea, my astrologer. Andrea, you're on the A's Clubhouse show.
6: Hi, Tony. How are you?
1: I am wonderful.
6: Yeah, that was a very special day on a lot of levels. Um, I want
1: you to admit it. I want you to admit here on the A's Clubhouse show, you love it when the A's beat the Giants.
6: Well, let's just say I root for all Bay Area teams. I want you to
1: admit you love it when those Giant fans get shut up at the coliseum just admit it
6: well i think uh with my mars and libra <laughs> i'm going to be a little more neutral but talk about uh neutral, you can't admit uh, it come on admit it they're, you know, they're I smug think i want to say they're a bunch of smug know, do,
1: do, they're, un- they're sufferable
6: i wanted to share do you hear that jason jambi is in favor of the a's moving to las vegas I just did a little research on him. Andrea, don't you know, bring
1: me down. Come on.
6: i yeah, to, the I the a has got
1: to win. Giambi's great. Do, do we, right. Are we really no, going there? Um,
6: right. No, I thought it was awesome to see him. I remember, frankly, I started following the A's in 2001, I believe. And I remember Jason Giambi. He was, like, the MVP, and um, he led the a- AL in walks on base percentage. I think he had about – three silver slugger awards. Uh, county was great five for the A's. Yeah. should have won.
1: He should have won back to back MVPs in 2000, and
6: 2001. Yeah. Yeah. I really think he should have. And, um, you know, it was just great to see him there and see his family. And then, uh, they had him on during the game in the booth.
8: Yeah.
6: And, and it was really nice to hear his insights as well. So, you know, kudos and congratulations to him. And, uh, how about Nick Allen? I mean, Giambi is January 8th, 1971. Nick Allen, October 18th, 1998. <laughs> so they're getting younger and younger, but that was great. Two home runs. And he's a Libra, but he has Mars in uh, Virgo, and he's having a Mars return. And that's a crucial planet for an athlete. It was energy, assertion, aggression. So a two-homer day was actually very nice to see that happen. So I I just thought it was very special, Uh, you know, the young and the uh, Hall of Famers kind of doing their part today, and uh, just really nice to see, um, you know, and the sell the team chant, that's always good to hear that as well, Hollywood weighed in on the A's sell the team chant, you know, all in all, it was just a very positive day, and really nice to see the A's honor the Hall of Fame players.
1: No doubt about it. Appreciate the phone call, Andrea. Yeah, the Hall of Fame players, it's, it's very special. And I'm sure Bob Johnson, who was a great Philadelphia athletic way back in the day, played for the A's 1933 to 1942, one of the premier hitters of his time. I'm sure his family appreciates it. Roy Steele, his daughter was presenting him or accepted for him. Voice of God, the voice of the Coliseum that you knew as, as a kid, a lot of you. And then Gene Tennis, a three-time World Series champion. Carney Lansford, a World Series champion. And you have Jason Giambi, an MVP. It was a great class. And you can look at next year's class and vote now, athletics.com slash vote. That's athletics.com Slash vote. And I'm telling you, it is not easy. I'm looking at it right now. It is going to be tough to determine the three because, you know, I get it. There's like certain things that you look at criteria and there's certain guys that you want to get in while they're still alive kind of that pressure. So you go to athletics.com slash vote. I'm looking at it right now. I mean, and I'm just going to go down the list as they've put them out there. And we'll go over this more on Ace Cast Live tomorrow. But should Jose? I know Jose Canseco's crazy. I get it. I've done stuff with Jose Canseco. I've been around him. I've been around him extensively. I get it. But Jose Canseco was a star. Jose Canseco was an MVP. Jose Canseco was arguably the most popular guy in baseball. And for guys my generation, we love him. We know he's crazy. We don't care. Okay? When we were growing up, Jose Canseco was a star. He was the first 40-40 guy. Fast cars. He was a monster. He was nuts. But we loved him. I was a huge Jose Canseco fan. Everybody was a Jose Canseco fan. And if you didn't like Jose Canseco, you still respected him. Because he was a monster. He could do it all. Yes on Jose Canseco. Now, Mark Ellis is an interesting call. I would not vote Mark Ellis right now. He's still young. Got a long way to go. Dave Henderson. It's an interesting call. I think without a doubt, Ken Holtzman. Problem with Ken Holtzman, he wasn't here a long time, but he was here for absolute greatness. I think at some point, no question, Hudson Mulder and Zito will get in. Uh, You got Mike Norris. You got Tony Phillips. Love Tony Phillips. He could do so many different things. Miguel Tejada has to be in. Miguel Tejada was a great A. He was an MVP. Barry Zito, part of the big three. Yes, he was a Cy Young Award winner. Yes, Barry Zito, in. I think Coco should be in. But I don't think Coco has to go right now. See, that's the thing. When you got all these names, there's Dick Green, there's Ramon Hernandez, Rick Honeycutt, Mike, Mike Moore, uh, Dwayne Murphy, John Blue Odom, Terry Steinbach, Bob Welch. You can do an other, like you can hit other and put Chris Townsend. How am I not in? But you look at it, and I just look like Coco, to me, will get in. Should get in. Coco was here seven years. Remember, Coco was here 12, 13, and 14. Coco was a terrific A. But do I have to vote him in? And then right now, no. Like, Bob Welt should be in. Terry Steinbach should be in. Miguel Tejada should be in. Jose Canseco, I mean, it's, it's, I should, it shouldn't, they shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. Con, it shouldn't be controversial. Are you an A's Hall of Famer or are you not? What did you do? And all I got to do is look at the numbers. He was an MVP. We know he was an All Star. His time in Oakland: two hundred and fifty-four home runs, seven hundred and ninety-three RBIs, and eight fifty-one OPS, a one thirty-six OPS plus. An MVP award, 40 40. Jose Canseco should be an A's. I mean, just look at home runs. Jose Canseco hit 33 and 86, 31 and 87, 42 and 88, had the ham-8 bone problems, came back in 90, hit 37, hit 44 and 91. I mean, come on, look at that stretch. 33, 31, 42, 37, 44. Trying to tell me Jose Canseco's not an A's Hall of Famer? The guy was amazing. I get the personality. I get all that, but Jose Canseco should be in. You know what? You go vote. Forget about me. You go vote. I just have one vote. You got one vote. But you got to make sure you vote. Athletics.com slash vote. This is a lot of fun. And this thing, I mean, it means something. Like, when you see Jason Giambi today, when you see Carney Lansford, when you see Gene Tennis, you saw Gene Tennis break down, talking about guys that they've lost recently, Vida Blue, Ray Fossey, Sal Bando. He started to break down. These guys getting into this Hall of Fame, it means something to them. And it should mean something to us. Athletics.com slash vote. The number is 833-625-2278. We'll take your phone calls and close this thing out, getting you ready for the Rangers coming to town tomorrow right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network.
2: Summertime is golf time in the Bay Area, and that means it's time to enjoy the beautiful vistas, 27 holes of championship golf, and all the amenities that Cinnabar Hills Golf Club has to offer. Cinnabar Hills gives you a variety on the course and in their amazing grill. They're ready to give you an incredible experience for any family, business, or social gathering. Nestled in the quiet hills of San Jose, summertime fun awaits you at Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Learn more at CinnabarHills.com. That's CinnabarHills.com.
10: Thanks to the Xfinity 10G network,
7: my little brother's friends won't leave our house. When I was their age, internet with basically no interruptions
3: was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa.
7: Now, through September 21st, new customers can get 1.2 gig internet plus unlimited data for just $25 a month for two years with no annual contract when you add Xfinity Mobile. Go online, call 1 800 Xfinity, or visit a store today. Requires paypal spill and an auto pay store bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity internet. After promo regular supply to internet service and Wi Fi equipment, actual speeds vary.
2: Have you ever noticed that when the afternoon light hits your floors, you can see everything, including dust? So much dust. And that floor dust gets kicked up into the air, compromising the quality of air you and your family breathe. Eesh. Swiffer Heavy Duty Sweeper is the fast and easy way to clean your floors with ultra-thick pads that trap and lock dust before it gets in the air. Just a couple minutes a day. And
10: dust is gone.
2: Swiffer Heavy Duty Sweeper. (sighs) Proud partner of the American Lung Association.
1: This is Chris Townsend and Commander Cody for Link Soul. You need to redo your wardrobe, especially for summer. They got new colors, new styles. Summer is here. The polos unbelievable
8: the shorts you name it we got our new order my wife is the happiest one out of all of us because i look better thanks to link soul
1: and they've got unbelievable deals right now for the summer so what are you waiting for shirts polos shorts you name it you go to link that's linksoul.com.
3: like sports business is about winning
12: Wendy's is open till midnight or later, so you can give in to the craving and go night mode. Now all of your favorite menu items just got their bedtime extended. You can get what you want even later, like the Baconator with six strips of bacon, or the Perfect Fries and Frosty Duo. If you're up later, then so are we. So go ahead and pull through the drive-thru. When the craving hits, go night mode at Wendy's. Open till midnight or later. All right, see ya
8: later. At participating U.S. Wendy's, hours may vary.
1: My ride smells just right,
6: <laughs> just right, just right, just right. just Y'all gotta try just that for right, Breeze car. Just right, just right, just right. Yeah. La 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 la. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With up to 40 days of consistency, all over Breeze car clips right on your vent. Yeah, you know yeah. my car's my happy place. Keep that smile on my face. Yeah. When it smells just right, just right, just yeah. right. Yeah.
3: This is A's Clubhouse.
1: Before we get to the scoreboard, let's go to Brandon in Redding. Brandon, you are on the A's Clubhouse show.
11: Hey, Chris. I met you today.
1: That's right. Harry Carey Carey was up in our booth today. I was. And we had
11: some barbecue spare ribs together. Is the moon made out of cheese? (laughs) Hey, Chris. I'm here with... My daughter, Eden, we uh, enjoyed the awesome win against the Giants, and we got to sit with all the Giants fans and rub it in. It was great.
1: How did your daughter enjoy being the guest PA announcer today?
11: Here here she is.
1: It was so fun. What was the best part?
11: Um, I don't know. (laughs) Put on the spot.
13: Um,
10: so being on the jump, jump,
11: jumbotron. Being on the jumbotron, she said. Did
1: did does she remember me telling her about her boy, her voice, and you got to pause a little bit?
11: Yeah, she said that really helped out.
1: That's what Uncle Townie's yeah, here yeah. for. I'm here to help people out.
11: She was pretty worried about saying este Uri Ruiz, but she did pretty good.
1: <laughs> uh, no, it's intimidating. You behind that mic and. Uh, you hear your voice, and it echoes, and it comes right because the speaker is pointed right back at the diamond vision. So as soon as you talk, it comes right back at you. It's a, it's really trippy, but I'm glad she had a great time. Yeah. Not a, you know what? She's 1-0 as a PA announcer.
11: I know. There you go. I think the best part was uh, watching the Giants right fielder just botch that easy fly ball.
1: That was so
8: funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, Conforto.
11: Yeah. Well, they
2: always awesome. talk
1: about how tough it is to see fly balls in Oakland. I don't know why the sky in Oakland is different than anywhere else, but for some reason, as they say, the high sky, uh, you had to enjoy watching Brandon Crawford go 0 for 5, drop his batting average to 206, and he made two errors.
11: Oh, I was yelling. <laughs> we had these giant pins right in front of us. It was so awesome. I just kept saying,
13: hang it up, Crawford, you're done. <laughs> And they
11: love that. Oh, yeah. And they're they're going, uh, let's go, Oakland. And they'd say, let's go, Giants. And I'd say, let's go, scoreboard.
1: (laughs) Yeah, people got to understand that in rough years, there's nothing wrong with taking full enjoyment and beating the crosstown rival. I don't care if you're in Chicago, New York, L.A., Beating the Crosstown rival, especially when you're having a bad year, makes you feel
11: good. It really does. And we, uh, we had a great day. It was really nice meeting you. And uh, the commander, we met Ken Korak. Uh, this will go down as a, one of our best times at Oakland.
1: That's great. Hey, thanks for, thanks for coming up to the press box, and I'm glad you guys had a great experience. Give me a little Harry Carey on the way out.
11: Hey, Chris. I had no idea. I thought you were a lot taller in person. <laughs> All right.
1: Have a good one. Great great stuff. See ya. Yeah, it's always nice when people come up and meet us in the press box. And uh, you, would, you would have seen her on the Jumbotron today as our guest PA announcer. All righty. What's on deck? Well, we won't do that yet. Hold on. Hold on. Let's take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Mechanics Bank. Top of the third inning, Sunday night baseball. Dodgers on top of the Padres' 6 zipsy, helping out the Dodgers with a win today. I can't stand the Dodgers, but I hate the Giants way more, so I'm fine with that. Were there any brawls in the White Sox and the Guardians today? Not sure, but the White Sox come back to win 5-3. Baltimore shuts out the Mets to zip. Toronto sweeps the Red Sox. 13-1 13-1 to victory today at Fenway Park. Wow. Red Sox, remember, made that little run, and they're like, ah, oh, we're going to be going for it. Of course, they don't go for it at the uh, trade deadline, and now uh, they're talking about what they look like for the future. Bloom, man, at what point are they going to have to win? Uh, this loss puts the Boston Red Sox back in last place in the AL East. Philadelphia over Kansas City, 8-4. Ah, I thought that the Astros lost today. They actually came back and got the win and took it to the took it to the Yankees 9 to 7. A curly W for Washington over Cincinnati 6 to 3. Cincinnati. Man, you talk about chaotic. They can be red hot and then they can flat out stink. You don't know what you're getting with the Reds day to day. Tampa 10, Detroit 3. Minnesota beats Arizona 5-3. Pittsburgh on top of Milwaukee 4-1. Colorado shuts out St. Louis 1-zip. The Cubbies remain hot. They beat the Braves again. Look out for the Cubs. Love it. They didn't give everybody away at the trading deadline. Said, you know, we're just going to stick with what we got. And they're being rewarded. They've scored a ton of runs lately. A ton of runs since the trading deadline. They win today 6-4. To Cubs are now 58-54. and 54. They were always struggling to be 500. Now they're starting to get some distance from 500. Marlins cannot buy a win since the trade deadline. And since the All-Star break. They've been like the worst team in baseball since the All-Star break. Shutout today in Texas, 6-0. Rangers come to town tomorrow. They've won six in a row. And a final in 10. And the Angels have lost 6 in a row. Seattle beats LA really Anaheim 3 to 2. A rough one. Where's all these guys they traded for? What's Otani doing? He was 1 for 4. Grichik who they traded for 0 oh, for 4. Just a rough day all around for the Halos. All righty, what's on deck? Presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber for all your building and and remodeling needs. Learn more at ashbylumber.com. Well, it looks like tomorrow, I know the Rangers, they got Dane Dunning going. Who do we got going tomorrow? I haven't even looked. Hold on, everybody. Just hold on, hold on. I do know what we got for A's cast live tomorrow 4 o'clock. I think you're going to really like it. Shows have been fantastic. Uh, It's going to be Waldichuk up against Dane Dunning. 640 will be first pitch. And we are going to have A's cast live at 4 o'clock. You are going to hear Hall of Famers, A's Hall of Famers, and Baseball Hall of Famers, Dennis Eckersley, and Ricky Henderson. I got them, interviewed him today. It was phenomenal. Anytime you can get that, They're not easy to get. So when you can get Eck and you can get Ricky, it's a big league day. And you're going to hear it tomorrow at 4 o'clock. 6 o'clock will be A's Total Access brought to you by Chevron. And then first pitch... Rangers and A's. Rangers have outscored their opponents 39-14 to in this six-game winning streak. Time to play spoiler, just like you did today, just like you did yesterday, and carry it on. And now you do it for three days against the Rangers. All righty, the A's with the win over the Giants 8-6. to They win both games of the Bay Bridge at the Coliseum. Absolutely fantastic. We'll see everybody tomorrow right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network a final 8 to 6 enjoy the rest of this beautiful sunday
3: this has been a presentation of the oakland athletics